0: Hello. Hello. I don't even know why I'm sitting <laughs> <Yeah, but> not- <laughs> Are you controlling
1: your end? You're not used. To- I I'll take yeah,
0: this. I hardly wear headphones. What's happening now? Okay.
1: There we go. All right. We just did like a like a like a dance of the wires. Yes. And everything is a mess underneath my feet right now. Um. But we have a very very special guest in studio today, John. We do. We have a DJ. Well. No, no, not don't I, do I that. was gonna say DJ. Don't, Roz. don't,
0: don't. Let's like let's detach. <laughs> let's
1: Just detach. Roz. We have Roz right here in studio. She is well, so many things. I, I, I cannot even begin to um, describe. Mm-hmm. I guess because you have been because kind you of don't like know. a presence. <laughs> no, no, you've, you've kind of been a presence since I started back in '05. You mm-hmm. know, you were in ads like way before that. I believe. Um. Uh. I would see you all over the place. And
0: creeping in your bedroom.
1: Yes, creeping in my bedroom in the magazine covers on newspapers. So it's almost like an omnipresent kind of being that you have become in in, in my consciousness at least. Oh my god, that um, sounds scary. <laughs> <laughs> like an ex-girlfriend, which won't go away. Or like Jesus. <laughs> or like Jesus. That's what we've learned today. Okay, everybody. awkward. Caseyist
0: um, in the room. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um but yeah, we'll talk about that later. Um well, but um uh, you are a uh, a host, a presenter, an artist, a a a a lover of music, a music um, I would say kind of renegade with it, mm-hmm. um, and just an artist in every sense. You know, you're always trying to find new ways to innovate yourself. Um, uh, this is so good for my ego. Audience. I love this. No, keep, really. keep it keep it's it going. <laughs> I I've, I've I've been I've I've. This
0: has been over a minute. I've this intro been... is the best.
1: I've just been very um, <laughs> uh, thankful to have uh, somebody like you in, within the entertainment industry. Somebody Aww. who puts in the work. Somebody who makes sure that it's good. And um, hallelujah! Yeah, it's good. You know, because know the really, awkward thing is that what? this is Nathan's like
2: standard intro. He says it's for anyone who comes. <laughs> <laughs> he says
1: it's for D. too. I'm like, wait a minute, this sounds familiar. <laughs>
2: Motherfucker,
1: um, I'm original. Uh, but yeah, we have Rosin Studio with us. <laughs> um for the first time uh on a podcast this is your first first podcast but
0: my version podcast yes
1: but like have you have you ever attempted to clock the hours of how many hours you've been on radio like your voice
0: okay i can tell you like a lot of people think that radio djs talk a lot yeah but we don't mm-hmm. like i host usually a four hour show right. and then within the four hours we have four talk breaks mm-hmm. and each of those talk breaks i talk for one and a
1: half minutes Oh, so man. one to
0: one and a half minutes. I essentially work sixteen minutes. But a it day. adds up, though.
1: I mean, you've been doing you've been doing this for
0: fourteen years.
1: Fourteen years. So
0: sixteen minutes a day, times five days a week, thirty days a month, and
2: that is
1: twelve math months a year. John can do. times
0: fourteen years.
1: Twenty three. <laughs> yeah.
0: Spot yeah. on.
1: Spot on. Spot on. But um, it's just I I think. Growing up listening to a lot of radio, mm-hmm. you were probably the first DJ whose um, face I envisioned before the voice. Because you know, like DJs are usually like a disembodied, disembodied voice, voice. Yeah. But um, you kind of ushered in this new era with like DJs actually being personalities themselves as oh, opposed really? to just. Oh, really? I think well, so. When you
0: like, when you're listening to radio, when Jamie O and Carrie Chong and Gene Danker. But they
1: were kind of crossovers, you know? They were before me. Well, no, as in they were crossovers from right, like, right. TV into radio, that kind right, of right, thing. Okay. Uh, whereas you just kind of like you were this DJ, who you would see like in ads and things like that, and it just kind of created this whole era of like the personality of the DJ. Because I was just at um, at the gym just a couple hours ago, and I mm-hmm. was watching Channel Five. Yeah. And you look at the ads now; almost every radio DJ is a star of a TV show or doing yeah. some other thing.
0: Because radio is dying.
1: Well, but it, it also shows <laughs> that like the radio scene in Singapore, the DJs at least, they have a very unique kind of like... Um, They're I, more I, diverse in, in, yeah, form, I, in terms I, of talent. I, I fear okay. to use the word brand, but like... You have like a skill set. Yeah.
2: You know, if you're not afraid to talk, you're not afraid to be
1: out there. The DJs tend to, over- to have you know their personalities outside of just being voices on the radio that tell you about the time and the right. weather. Yeah. And I was just wondering, when you first started out, um where i don't know just how how was that ambition and how was that drive created in such a i think isolated environment that is media corp
0: okay i i know that it sounds like i've worked for this but i can, i'll be honest i didn't mm-hmm. <laughs> like everyone keeps saying like oh you're so hardworking i'm not like mm-hmm. i was just there at the right time right cuz i didn't start out wanting to be a dj right i started out wanting to be a dancer for the mm. rest of my life mm. And I actually danced professionally since I was 13. I started dancing when I was three and then professionally when I was 13 and then failed all my subjects in school. And then I had to stop dance, went to film school, didn't like it worked in media corp for a year while that was supposed to be the one year contract I was a casting director didn't do well because I just wanted to party with the actors I was 21 and I was asked to leave 8 months into my contract (laughs) so I was asked to leave and I was like shit I don't want to be poor again I need to continue working I need this $1,600 a month right (laughs) So the only thing I knew how to do was to dance. So I actually signed up for the music and drama company nice. in the Singaporean Forces. So High it's five. so so in Singapore, right? If you want to be taken seriously as a dancer back then, it's either you join the Singapore Dance Theatre, which is very disciplined ballet. Yeah. Or you join the Singapore Armed Forces Music and Drama Company uh, with uh, luminaries like yourself, um, Grimit Singh. During mm-hmm. my time, Jack New and all those people. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I think that sounds more fun. Yeah. So auditioned, got in, did four years uh, there, and I. You loved had a rank it. and everything,
1: right? First sergeant, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> First sergeant Ross.
0: Yeah, I know, but we don't we don't have like uniforms or anything. We yeah. just report at eight thirty AM, roll call with it ballet for mm-hmm. three hours. Like I I didn't fall sick one day in right. my four years in M D C. Yeah. And then it got too easy. I was like, Okay, I know I know I need to do something else. This is too easy, I'm gonna travel the world.
1: Right. <laughs> MDC can kind of get coasty sometimes yeah, because it's very rep- repetitive yeah. and you just do the same things over and over
0: over and over again and money mm-hmm. was easy if you're yeah. good right yeah. so I just felt like maybe I've reached the peak and also because I know that I can never be like, as good a dancer as I want to be and I like to be the best in my game mm. so I was like okay I'm never going to be as flexible or as expressive as a lot of dancers I looked up to so I knew I wanted to take a break I wanted to travel the world and then around that time the GM of, the, uh, of Sapphire Radio which is also owned by the Ministry of Defence. So they approached me and said, hey, why don't you just come over and we'll train you from scratch? Because (laughs) Mm. on top of being a dancer, I was also made to do announcements and host cam shows, which I didn't want to do because I was like fucking scared, right? I was like, I don't even want to dance. I don't want to talk. But it was an MDC that discovered like, hey, I actually don't mind talking. So when the radio people came and said like, hey, why don't we just come over? We'll we'll train you. And I was like, okay, cool. So I just did that. And then it just became 14 years. I mean...
1: (laughs) Opportunity can strike at any time, right? And people always say, Oh, I got lucky, I got lucky. But it's what you do with that luck that really defines everything afterwards. No, I can tell you for sure, it is luck. Hold on, my dog just... Your
0: your dog wants to be let in.
2: Yeah. (laughs) And to be fair, Nikki, like when I just came in a couple minutes ago, Nikki came outside to greet me and then Nathan was like, Come in, Nikki. Come in, Nikki. And then he ignored her. She ignored him and he left her outside. Oh, no. (laughs) But she's used to it she's
0: used to
1: it where was I okay
0: but it was but it was really it was really luck because out of the 14 years on radio right like six was spent pretty much like i I wasn't hired much right. um, I didn't get the covers on a magazine I didn't get any mm-hmm. TV shows and stuff like that I was pretty much questioning why I'm in radio right. because my base pay was really shit mm-hmm. anybody's base pay on radio it, it yeah, starts it's, shit it's never great. So I was like, what am I doing? I, I'm, I'm definitely not surviving. I had to mm-hmm. borrow money from my brother at the mm-hmm. end of the month. Like, 20 bucks, please. You know what I kind of thing? Mm-hmm. It's really sad. Like, Considering that I've worked such a long time by then already. So I was like, uh, I was almost going to give up. Then I spoke to Jean Danker. And she said to me, don't give up. Whatever it is you do, don't leave radio. Yeah. And I was like, okay, fine. I'll stick at it again. Because the moment I shaved my head and tried to be myself and colored my hair and everything, yeah. people started not booking me. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to be myself, you know? Just continue yes. being at it. And then when they realised that they can't change me, one day, I got a I got a job with Maybelline. And I was like, okay, do I need to cover up my tattoos? I was so conditioned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so conditioned at that point. Mm-hmm. In time, I didn't dare to tell people that, that I cannot... That I have to be myself. Yeah, you I can't was, fit was, this idea yeah, of an image that yeah, they I, have. I wasn't of you. there yet. So I was really an outcast, right, for the longest time until I nearly gave up. So when Maybelline came along and said, Hey, we want to shoot like the first campaign ever in Singapore. Nice. And we want you to be part of it with two other people, two other girls who are younger, because we all represented different age groups. Yeah. And I was like, Okay, uh, do you want me to cover my tattoo? And they said, No. <laughs> like, we want you to be you. I'm like, Oh yeah. my God. I nearly cried. Yeah. And yeah. from then on, everything just turned.
2: Right. I'm sure yeah. Maybelline customers were like, Yeah, maybe she was born with with it Yes. <laughs> but it's also like
1: what if you really try to please everybody
0: mm-hmm.
1: i think that's when you start diluting not just your image but also yourself yeah you know you start to question like what is it that i actually stand for but um if you kind of stick to it yeah as opposed to bend to someone else's will cool. eventually i believe at least yeah um the offers that you do get the people that do approach you they will be chasing that as opposed to, you know, wanting you to fit their mold.
0: It's a very slow climb. It's, it's a very slow a climb. And I it's, I just want to tell people who are going through this right now that mm. it really feels like there's no hope. Right. It will feel like there's no hope for the longest time. Right. And you know your ego is attached to your job and when your job fails you feel like a failure, you mm. know? You feel like nothing cuz whatever you do defines who you are. Yeah, like true. it's so different for an artist. Versus someone who works for a company. If the Mm. company fails, it it doesn't take a hit on your self-esteem. But when you fail as an artist, you do. Mm -hmm. And I, I consider myself to be a very strong person. But... Even times like, you know, when I get haters on, say, Hardware Zone. Oh, my God.
1: Hardware Zone. One day, I
0: am going to print out those fucking comments what about is, me.
1: What is Hardware Zone actually for? 100%.
0: Okay, it, it is <laughs> a very stuff. legit site. If you want get, to get secondhand camera lenses, and they're yes. really good. It's supposed to be a gadget site. Got yeah, it. that's what I thought. And then it became a gross site with a Reddit sort of like column yeah. for people to... It's like a bulletin board and people Got get to it. comment. Is okay. it because it's
2: the only one in Singapore? Or no, 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 no. There are lots. Why is hardware zone the main thing the where
0: most people prominent.
1: spew like venom? Venom, yeah. yeah.
0: But um, one day I'm going to wear those hate comments on a t-shirt. Those nice. nice. camera sellers
1: in. must be heartbroken. Yeah, all I want to do is sell my cute little lomos. Go to Club Snap.
0: <laughs> Club Snap is just as bad.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I still, I just yeah. Club Snap is pretty unbelievable. It's it's really. Just, I just
2: go straight to the sell for sales section. I never browse the comments. Oh okay. Yeah.
1: So like I've been, I've gone to Beijing a lot lately, and there is this city square in Beijing. It's it's like a. It is has it like gentleman? No 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 no, oh, no no. It's it's like a shopping area mm-hmm. where are lots of walking traffic. And at the end of the day, around like 5 p.m., 6 p.m., golden hour, as you photographers call it, Mm -hmm. um, you start seeing all these men with huge DSLRs taking pictures of random girls on the Mm -hmm. street. Mm. And all these photos go on Club Snap. Mm. And no, the part that was unbelievable to me is that sometimes the men, like, and they look creepy as hell. I'm sorry to judge, but they do. But they'll walk up to the, 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 the girl with the short skirt and yeah. the sunglasses and like show Excuse her the me, picture. You, oh, okay. Show her the picture and she'll be like, oh, it's so nice. And then she'll, oh, I'll send it to you. You know, what's your WeChat? And then that's how they get wow. the contact. Isn't it's that a,
2: easy? Why an easy
1: scam. <laughs> I should be doing that.
2: I don't understand what Look so at your on. picture. You're pretty. Give me your digits. <laughs> These days, a the
0: guitar don't work as well as they do. All you need is bokeh. Oh, <laughs> I'll boke it up you bokeh that girl I'll be like yeah, girl yeah.
2: i go down to F1.4 <laughs> girl I can be your Instagram daddy that's some photography human <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes yes <laughs>
0: I like that I'm gonna steal it yeah. <laughs> you
2: blow me I'll blow you out
1: <laughs> what that's way worse <laughs> that's worse
2: It's less technical though
1: yeah
2: um, I'm gonna blow out your background then I'm we'll gonna blow your mind <laughs> But you there's well, 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 okay, <laughs> I'll, if I have more I I'll was I'll just saying.
1: But, <laughs> but there is something to be said about um the amount of time that it takes, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that that is a quality that's lost on, you know, as the generations go by, like that grit and that, you know, willingness to kind the of eat shit for a couple of years? You're talking about
2: tenacity. T-
1: ten te- the, tenacity. The, tenacity. Tenacity.
0: tenacity. 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 I've been there for
1: before, good ribs. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um I don't know. Um What we surround ourselves with right now. Okay, first of all, you're talking about the people who want to be in the entertainment industry, right?
1: Or just in general? Just in general. Like, I'm seeing a lot of people, like, give up or get very dissatisfied very quickly when Uh, they've just started in, like, any industry.
2: Well, good riddance is kind of my thing. No, like, if you can't handle it, like, in the very beginning, go be a corporate person. It's okay. It's
1: fine. Even in corporate you know it's just like so what in they, general wait, so what do they do no no just in general like people like when they get their first job out of college or something and it's not up to their expectations of what they think they deserve
0: mm. I think it's a lot of factors to consider
1: yeah
0: um, I think I, I belong to a generation that pretty much crosses that that yeah. tipping point like I knew a, a life without email, and one with. Trillennial. Yeah. uh,
2: Gen X, yeah.
0: Gen X, totally. And then a life without social media and one with. And we literally sit on that fence, you Mm -hmm. know? And what else is there? Like a life without a phone to mobile phones. So I I think for our generation, we understand like what little we had before to appreciate Mm -hmm. what's great about now. But then... I can't blame millennials or like this generation for for having a short attention span because the ev- everything around mm-hmm. them made them this way yeah. like you know whether it's Gen X parents that want to give them more that they didn't have before mm. or like this whole like short attention span mm. kind of um social media or like me- media consumption that they have like the way they consume media anything can't go beyond 3 seconds or it doesn't count as a view
2: right. you know what I mean yeah. like
0: it all adds up
2: you know, it's funny. I feel like every generation talks about the next generation this way. Yeah, you <laughs> think like people were like motherfuckers with their cars. Yeah, yeah. They don't know it's like they have horses. <laughs>
0: but the thing is, like, I don't blame millennials. Like, I don't hate on millennials yeah. at all. I I have brilliant millennial friends. Yeah. you know who are very driven, very passionate. Like, I surround myself with these people, so I don't know what goes on outside of this social circle. Right, right. But I I get the vibe that it's different, lah. It's different from my generation.
1: Or like, do you think it also might be a thing where Yes, what you said before, how the previous generation always kind of looks down on the next generation, okay. saying, like, oh, you're so whatever. But millennials is probably one of the biggest kind of like new wave of yeah well i think it's the most clearly defined it's also the most it's also one of the most observed generations of our time just in terms of like their visibility also it's
2: like the biggest generation of this because like like, back in the
1: 1960s no one knew what the fuck 14 year olds were doing now we know what 14 year olds have for lunch and now we know every little like bit of pop culture and adults Mm -hmm. are so trying to um what wait you call in on it. it? Yeah, waiting on it, and also have an opinion on it, and also just like you know, be relevant to it. So they're arguably one of the most observed generations of all time. You know, the yeah. youth culture, the meme culture, the kind of
0: yeah. And um, it's and it's also very hard to get over bullying. Yeah, like you yeah. know, back then when there's no social media, right? Like we can go to school, we get bullied, or we we're not happy with something, we then come it's back home. Done
2: at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: done. We come back home, bitch about it. It's done. But this one stays on forever. Yeah. on the web. So it's it's tough being a millennial. I don't blame them for being the way they are, but I think the good side is because of the the the, the climate, you know, in this generation, you you get a lot of entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. people who want to start up their own business. They're like they have that spirit that we didn't have before. Before we were workhorses, you know, yeah. in a freaking hamster wheel just yeah. going. Now there's a lot of all these um, platforms, tech platforms that empower people. Mm. Who want to be their own boss? Like whether you're an Uber Eats delivery guy or like an Uber driver, yeah. or if you want to be the C's, like yeah, business yeah. and consumer platforms are far. Like you know, there's a huge platform for that. I always
2: think it's funny though. You talk about that. Like, what if you know in a couple of years something crazy happens, uh, like a zombie apocalypse? Okay. Um, like all technology is gone. Like how do we move on as a society when no one knows how to like? Build a fire. Like, or like...
0: I think desperation would drive you to figure that out. Like, yeah. how the early humans yeah. Right? But it's just
2: like, what did you do for a living? Were you a plumber, a carpenter? No, no I, I, you know, I created a platform that um, enabled uh, my poop to be rated. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I think human beings have, have, have that will to live that will go beyond that. But what I'm more curious about is humanity is so fucking exciting, man. Like, can you imagine in like 200 years what the average... 20 or 25 year old would be like you know like they uh, uh, okay the question i want to ask because i'm just a curious little sally
0: you're not little um, you're not sally either
1: um what is like your dream definition of what the future w- would look like my example mm. is phones in your inside your hands mm-hmm. and like inside your eyeball
2: i was gonna say why not you inside your brains
1: yeah, like you know, but like it, it pops it's like inbuilt into your body, you know, so like mm-hmm. you can you can act, you can kind of get there's, to it through there's your There's a company
0: that's already um gotten like their employees to volunteer um, uh, their get, you know, their the employment yeah. card to, be have a, to have a chip of that employment card installed in their hands. Yeesh. So they could to, totally tap into work like that. Nanobugs. Yeah, no, and they could also it. log into like their accounts and everything. And, just through their skin. Yeah, like save files and everything. It's, it's fucking scary, but it's already That's in crazy. place. And 150 people actually volunteered themselves for that, for just so that they could be lazy.
1: Hey, check it out. It's a, it's a literal pay wave.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm waving, waving. I would because then you, when you forget to bring your wallet out of the house. Which you do a lot. I do a lot. You just, I'm, I mean, the likelihood of leaving your hand at home is significantly lowered. Very much lower.
0: But you see, right? Because of laziness and convenience, we volunteer a lot of our personal freedoms yeah. to corporations that rule the world. true. Mm-hmm. You know, so I have a problem with that. Um, while I enjoy um, Apple Pay when I forgot my wallet my brother's like hey I, was, I told him I was going to buy donuts and mm. then I forgot my wallet right. and I didn't realize it because it's so easy these days you book an Uber through your phone you don't yep. have to pay cash my friend bought me lunch I didn't feel it so six hours later I realized it in my cart and I had already promised donuts right and it's important to my brother so I said dude I can't, I can't do it <laughs> I can't do it. I didn't, have, I didn't bring my wallet. He was like, don't you have Apple Pay?" I'm like, what the fuck's that? He's like, but you need your credit card. It's like, it's okay. I got it in my head. Mm-mm. So I set it up five minutes and I bought my fucking donuts. Uh-huh. This is brilliant, but it's also fucking scary at the same time. Yeah. Because I always believe in all these conspiracy theories the new world <laughs> order. Like, you know, at the airport, they, when they screen you and check you, yeah. it's under the guise of global security. Oh, it's all, th- of it's all theater. Yeah, I know. Yeah. As like, stop it already! Like, you're making me give up my personal information so mm. that you can be safe or you can work lesser. I, have right. got a problem that. But then, but I, I'm not the one in control. I try to minimize it in my personal life.
1: You would hate China then, because China has completely gone cashless. Like yeah, I literally, it's, it's control. I literally tried to pay. Um, at a stall with cash and the what guy was this? like oh sorry we don't take cash and I'm, like, I'm like I'm giving you paper Mao's faces on it <laughs> yeah. take the money and he's like oh no sorry we only take like WeChat pay do you it's, know
0: it's, it's a way of like to, to stop people from evading taxes Singapore is going to introduce that soon mm. so there are a lot of hawkers evading. and everything who don't really declare their, mm, right, their, right, right. their cash um, yeah. and um, what do you call that um, profits and yeah. everything so now when you when you install like Payless it's all in the cloud it's all in the cloud mm. and, and you pay your taxes that way, right? Because it's crazy. all included already. That's
1: oh, crazy. so the IRS, like our equivalent of the, what is ours, the tax people, the IRAs, whatever it is, they have to do a lot less math. Yeah, mm. it's all the machines.
2: That's now. weird because Japan's opposite. Japan's all about the cash.
1: Are they? Yeah, oh, yeah the coin. A little
2: dish. You put the cash in the dish go to a vending machine, put thing.
1: But they are very meticulous people. So I think Quite. they like to kind of quanti- quantify their things as opposed mm. to have it be in the cloud. What's your favorite conspiracy theory, Roz? Ooh, good question. <laughs>
0: hmm. My favorite conspiracy theory would be... Okay, have you seen the movie Wag the Dog?
2: W- yes. Wag, Wag the, the, dog. the Dog. I think you say, have you seen the movie Conspiracy Theory? No, no, no,
0: no. So it's about like creating walls so that you can profit, profit from it. Mm-hmm. So for me, the Twin Towers... Conspiracy that mm. collecting. I was
2: I was deep into that back in the day. I'm not anymore. I yeah. am a former 9-11 truther. 9/11 truther but yeah, do you, so. You still believe it was an inside job?
0: No, I I don't know whether it's an inside job mm. or not. Like, but I don't believe because signs no. that a plane could crash those two buildings because, because Mel
1: Gibson's movie signs. Wow. No, 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 no. What, what Gib- do you mean? And Mel Gibson who started conspiracy Theory? <laughs> yes.
0: <What? laughs> It's steel. It's like
2: right. it's all connected.
0: It's, it's, it's no Mel Gibson, the answer. Yeah. <laughs>
2: but you know what made? Because I used to, I used to love conspiracy theories. I used to think about nine eleven, then I used to think about the moon landings being fake, all that stuff. But mm-hmm. then I realized that there's two things at work here: mm-hmm. is that us as humans like to have an interesting story, yeah. Mm-hmm. And two, we actually really don't understand much. Like the world is crazier. Like yeah like jet fuel burns really hot and still, I don't know, I'm not here to convert you or anything, but those are my takeaways from my life as a conspiracy theorist (laughs) is that the world is fucking already crazy and like, for example, like the JFK is the biggest one. It's like, people just can't believe that someone that, um, random random and deranged and a nothing person could take out the most important person in the world. They
1: want to, I think conspiracy theories come from uh, people wanting to assign more meaning to life. Yeah. Because Mm. so many things seem very meaningless and random that when something significant enough pops up, you feel like you can kind of assign some more meaning, or at least some kind of um, a, a sense of adventure behind it, so it doesn't yeah, yeah, yeah. seem so random and pointless. You need pointless to organize and, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, just, I like them too. I, I I really dug the moon landing conspiracy theories.
0: Yeah, that I one. I like they, to believe that's real, though. Although, although, why haven't they gone back? Right? It's like super yeah. close by. Yeah. Maybe there's really nothing. there. Maybe the dark side of the moon and aliens.
2: And <laughs> Optimus Prime? Was it? I don't know what I mean, there's no point going to the moon Like why, why go to the moon but like why climb Everest because it's there
1: <laughs> that is true well they're going to Mars right now yeah but I mean, also the budget of NASA is fucking tiny that's yeah. why I took Elon Musk have they really not gone back to the moon since
0: no apparently not
2: Mm-mm, China's planning to go there though
0: there's a recording there's a recording of like uh, it was released about some time back uh, about what they heard, there was a little recording of like the the kind of like frequencies right. they they heard when they were like around the moon. Yeah, so they released that, and they said it was like really the abnormal. For real? Yeah, you Man, just just see, Google just Google dark side of the moon. No, Sergey,
1: okay. I I am number one believer of aliens. I want to believe. I think extraterrestrials are very much a thing. But they won't be so damn close by. Like, I mean, the moon.
0: Okay, honestly, I don't give a shit about aliens. All yeah. I am living for right now is so that someone can tell me that some form of living thing, even if it's bacteria, yeah. is found on another planet. Haven't I'll be determined? happy.
2: Europa. Europa's probably yeah. the most likely one. The, one of the moons of Jupiter, which is yeah. completely covered in water. Uh-huh. Yeah. We're thinking it probably has something on there.
1: Some kind of living bacteria because it mimics Earth's conditions almost to a T, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, but yeah all like, I need
0: is that before I die. <laughs>
1: But I don't know. I, I, I think there's one of two possible scenarios. Either they are that bacteria yeah. thing and they're just kind of insignificant life floating about Earth that's going to evolve in 50 billion years. Or it's way too high of a being to for them to even consider us because to them, we are the bacteria that's kind of like...
2: Yeah. Mm. Like
1: they're so highly evolved to a point where like we are insignificant to them. So why... Wait, you know. oh,
2: I found that thing you were talking about, about the frequent the sound yeah. coming from the moon. Yeah. You guys ready for this? Nope. Yeah. Apparently it's a recording, possibly, of what Martians sound like. What did they say, I wonder?
0: No! <laughs> Whoa. No, it's not that!
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: First up, stop playing that.
0: Nonsense.
1: Strange, Strangely dated joke, John. I know. But, uh, <laughs> it was just in my head today. <laughs> why why was you versus, what does the fox say in your head oh, you know in 2017 just pretend
2: I didn't do that I want. have a better version
1: okay um, I'll come back to it okay <sighs> <laughs>
2: Sorry, did I derail the podcast? Yes, I've lost the With plot. With my complete.
1: 2014 joke. I've lost the plot completely. I've lost the plot completely. But what we're talking about... Um, aliens, aliens, conspiracy aliens, theories. Conspiracy theories, having grit, uh, millennials, perseverance. There's no
0: connection whatsoever. <laughs> I'm
1: sure there's some kind of thread somewhere in there. Sure. Um, but I want to ask about uh, some recent happenings in okay. your life, Ross. Okay. Um, as we all know... Deep diving. What? We're deep diving Oh, now. right. No, yeah. Roz is not a deep diver. Are you a deep diver? No, I'm yeah. not. Roz is, Roz is not a deep diver, but... Um, Shallow diver? Perhaps. You are the um, former mm-hmm. uh, head DJ. Head DJ? What was your, what were your head position? Head DJ. What was your position at Lush? I have no idea. Just the
2: DJ.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just no head DJ. We're all freelancers. I never
1: got the name card. <laughs> just,
0: just present presenter. The
1: president DJ no. of Lush 99.5. <laughs>
0: The emeritus, yes, the, senior excellency, lush.
1: yes, the 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 minister mentor, yes. um, DJ
0: of lush, I like that
1: former minister mentor DJ of lush. Mm. Uh, lush closed its doors and cut off its its air, its airwave things. Speed. <laughs> its feed yeah.
0: transmission. Yeah, two uh, days last, ago from today. Yeah, last Thursday was mm-hmm. the last one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wasn't here. I was in Singapore.
2: Yeah, is it because you couldn't handle it?
0: No, no, no. I had this... I, I wish it was. <laughs> but it's not. Uh, it was, I had a work trip planned and when that was confirmed, um, when that was confirmed, there was no like end date to Lush. Right. So I just confirmed it. Because right. my contract says to September. Sure. So when I found out that it was going to be 31st August, I'm like, oh, oh. fuck, I'm not going to be around. Mm. Yeah, I'm actually quite jealous because they had a huge party yeah. on the last day.
1: But like, how does it feel? Like, how, how was that whole process for you? How is it for the team at Lush? And um, I know these are very big questions, but just in in general, like, um, what do you think um, can come of this? Like, what good can come of this, that Lush is no longer a radio station? Uh, To those of uh, you that are not from Singapore, Lush 99.5 is a for lack of a better word, a fringe radio station in Mm -hmm. Singapore. uh, They don't really play Top 40. They don't really have a fixed genre. Mm -hmm. It's kind of just random craziness all day. And that's what makes it so exciting to tune into because if you have diverse musical tastes, if you tune into 99.5 any time in the day, you're probably going to hear something that you will...
0: Yeah, it's a basically yeah. shazamable tunes. Yeah. Nice. So of all genres. I like, think
1: whatever it is, it's always music that challenges you. Because yeah. whenever you hear the top 40 stuff, it's nice and it keeps a rhythm, but it doesn't, you know, it's just music that's there. But um, I feel like the playlist that you guys curate over there is something that will always challenge you. Sometimes I tune in and I go like, no, that's weird. Yeah. And sometimes I tune in and I go like, this is really good shit. Yeah. Very few times have I tuned in and gone like, eh, yeah, yeah, it's just like cruising nukewarm.
0: music. Yeah. Um. The process of lush shutting down didn't hit us. I mean, the whole lush shutting down didn't hit us until like the last week. Okay. It was really odd, but everyone had something to do after lush. You see, and for me, like I wanted to leave radio um, mm. already. Mm-hmm. It's just that lush kind of beat me to it. I didn't think that it was going to be <laughs> this year, so I didn't mind leaving. But I didn't want lush to leave with me. Right. You know, you what can't
2: mean? quit because we're shutting down as a company. Yeah, <laughs> it's
0: like so odd. Like it's. It's kind of sad. I mean, I don't listen to Lash outside of my radio shift because mm. I already have four hours a day, right? Aye. But
2: 16 minutes, but okay.
0: 16. <laughs> but I'm in the studio. I'm in the studio for yeah, four yeah, hours. Putting in the work, John. Yes. Fair,
1: fair.
0: Googling, websites. So um, <laughs> so on the... Oh, see, I lost my train of thought. Fuck. <laughs> We're not even
2: drunk. Oh, yes. well, on that note, I just found the real moon landing. Uh, sorry, the frequency. I'm going to yeah. throw something at you. What? Why? Why? It's the real thing, Nathan. You can see my computer. You can see it's the really the the.
1: the I'm dancing. not. I'm not understanding the, the the callbacks to 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 jokes from the previous decade. Well, you don't like my joke from two thousand eight.
0: He just needs to add music to this podcast, lah got to give mm-hmm. him a break That's what Foo Fighters did recently as well
2: Yeah that was awesome Yeah. When they so did dope. it in Tokyo with Rick Astley it was hardcore
0: Yeah they actually Rick rolled ah. They played like the start of uh Smells Like Teen Spirit <laughs> and then after that it was like they broke into like
2: No no, the No because oh, do- the recently Rick Astley was on stage with them
0: Yeah yeah yeah, he, yeah yeah yeah
2: but it was so funny he was like come on you motherfuckers yeah, I'm Rick yeah, that Astley was, That was the
0: extra that was the one The
2: hell <laughs> Oh I didn't see the Nirvana I didn't hear the Nirvana part of Yeah understand.
0: yeah. So he came on he's he came on and then they'd be like dun 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 dun, dun. Now the whole band just played oh, and then Rick no. Astley came on and it's oh, like, whoa, and then he sang. Oh my
2: god. <laughs> pretty sad actually. Yeah.
1: It's pretty sad. It
2: would be pre- I would be pretty sad. But, oh my god. Oh, oh yeah, it was Rick Astley. That's pretty cool, I guess, but <laughs> I want it. it smells like James It's a dream. pretty
1: it's a pretty big burn. Um so, As you were saying, I've lost my oh. train of thought. Oh of yeah. Well, you I
2: guys just- keep on your fucking trains. <laughs> <laughs> you guys keep I'm I'm gonna I have to control the cruise ship. Or whatever. I don't know what I'm saying. Either. Conductor, conductor. Yeah, whatever. Train conductor. So you were saying
0: about lush? Oh yes. Um, so I think we all we all agree that you know lush had a good run. Mm-hmm. It's it's set to have to let it go but it ultimately was a business decision. Mm-hmm. Um, media Corp made it yeah. I think mainly because they don't understand the product. Yeah. When Lush when Lush um, was conceived 13 years ago it started because we needed to service the art and culture sector of Singapore. Right. And MDA granted us the the Media Authority of Singapore which owns all media um, pretty much controls all media. They decided to give us that frequency right. because they think we'll do a good job. Mm. And the people who are the top then um, said like You know We're not going to set this out To be like a mass station That earns a lot of money right. we, we, we can afford To have Lush around Even mm-hmm. though it doesn't Make the moolah mm-hmm. And even though It doesn't get the ratings Well yeah. that must
2: have been Confusing to some bosses
0: <laughs> Yeah but no But the bosses were, really? were rolling with it You see So the yeah. people Because they understood What Lush what Lush's purpose was. Okay. And then when I joined three years ago, Lush changed its music direction. Before it was very jazz, very chill lounge music and stuff, um, and club music. Mm-hmm. Three years ago, when Vanessa took over, it became like an indie music station. We played stuff that was played at Laneway. Uh, we supported m- local music because Vanessa herself is a local musician. Yeah, cool. And it beca- we built a community and we built culture. But I, I'm not worried about where, like, you know, this all will go. Even though Lush is closed down, because I mean, look at Pink Dot, for instance. You know, Pink Dot had so much support from the foreign companies right but when there was this rule that came about that foreign companies can contribute monetarily the local companies stepped up and I think we live in a very exciting time when people are just more aware more vocal and more supportive more
1: woke
2: (laughs) more woke that is that I don't think I've ever used that word before there's a modern reference
1: there's a modern reference yes totes woke (laughs) (laughs) two syllables so effective
0: and then I I, the minute like Lush announced uh, made the official announcement that we're gonna close right I've got people texting me and these are people who have clout and definitely have money mm. so they texted and say hey pirate radio let's start a community radio how much does it cost you know right. so there are these people who are still talking to us about it
1: do, do AM stations exist in Singapore? No. no no, at all? I don't know there was
0: ready fusion before oh. uh, but no and the, the problem is like, you can set up internet radio mm-hmm. but we want songs and that's the that's the right, problem. Right, because right, you need right. to pay royalties for the songs. Yeah,
1: yeah. So yeah. Unless you literally do pirate radio and situate yourself It will in not work in Singapore. The, in the <laughs> ocean.
0: Unless unless of course we we set up a station in JB. Right. Yeah. And then because we receive like Batam. Yeah, JB. Yeah, batam.
1: I was and, thinking, like actually setting up on a boat and then, like having your your station be based in uncharted waters, nice. and that way you will be governed by no law. And yeah. then robbing ships. Yeah, yes. Very expensive. Yes. Well, the, you, the, the money comes from robbing rob. ships. Yeah.
2: Got,
0: okay. That yeah. sounds great. That sounds like pirate, pirate. radio. Exactly.
1: <laughs> oh, I yeah. love. It's a movie, right? The script. Let's yeah. go. Yes. Let's do it. <laughs> I think the movie does exist. Called but radio. my question yeah, but ours to ours you guys: like, yes.
0: like, do you listen to radio? Let's be honest here.
1: I listen to it in the car. That's about it. Andrew? I don't have a car.
0: Okay, so, so no. no. Yeah, so I, I wonder about radio as a medium. Yeah. Oh know? no, it's
1: dying. It's yeah. fully dead. But,
0: but the thing is about it is like, I tried searching for it on the internet, right? I tried searching, is radio a dying medium? Wanting to find the answer that agreed with my, my search. But I found none. Really? Like in, in a, the US, it's thriving. In big countries it is thriving in mm. In Australia it is thriving mm-hmm. Malaysia for sure mm-hmm. it's just Singapore because right. we don't have like a, a market and plus with this changing Streaming media landscape everything. yeah we have yeah. so many choices and yeah. we don't have enough like eyeballs well, or ears that's
2: right well, what makes Singapore different from all those other countries
1: also I think size I think, the, I think it's size and also right. the fact that A lot of these countries where radio is bigger, because like I said, I listen to radio in the car. That's about it.
0: The drives are longer. The drives are
1: longer. They go all. They go cross country. Singapore is all like everyone takes public transport, and the people that drive, they that's a Mm. very small fraction. And Mm.
0: now they can take public transport and watch YouTube. Why would they listen to radio? You know. Yeah. Good point. So it is a dying medium, I feel in Singapore, and I feel that for for what Lush stood for, and that is to give a platform to local artists, Mm -hmm. whether it's music or art or food or film or whatever, like, it will still continue. Like, these platforms exist out there. It's yeah, just,
2: it's, it's just shifting. Like, you know how like yeah. pe- in the 90s or before that, it, people were, uh, relied on record sales. Mm-hmm. Then the Pirates came along. That's the theme of the episode. The Pirates came along yeah, and took away all that rev- revenue. But now they're now they're touring more and, and getting their money that way. Mm-hmm. And now radio is dying. So yeah. Apple Music and Spotify. And, and podcasts. And then, then the DJs make podcasts. Yeah.
0: Actually, actually, Lush stood for more than just a radio station. Mm. Uh, it's, because music can be gotten anywhere, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you don't need like lush for yeah, music. Yeah, yeah. But what lush really did was to really champion the Singapore music scene. Yeah, yeah. Really, con- like we really actually produced content. You're
1: like, that damn movement, man. Yeah, like yeah, first yeah. radio
0: station to play local music 48 hours a day, and moved up to 72 hours. And then Nathan was part of it.
1: 48 hours a day. It's pretty impressive. 48
0: hours. 48 hours. Two days. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 48 hours. 72 hours for three days, and so on and so forth. Right. Yeah, so I I enjoyed those projects and learning that we have a huge local music scene. Massive. Yeah, like yeah. so diverse. Like I, I go in there, I can show you my phone right now. I have this...
1: It's really thanks to Lush that my my, my view of the local music scene kind of expanded as well. Yeah, right? Because, you, you know, know, of course, Singapore's music scene is still... It's not gigantic, but, you know, you hang out with the people you hang out. Mm. And then I would not really know about all these other bands who are maybe like six, seven years younger than mm-hmm. I am. And then I listen to their stuff on Lush and I'll like Shazam that shit. I'm like, what's happening? And there's so many amazing Mm. acts popping up and then you guys are giving this platform. And I think it's really created this new... um, fan culture that has mm-hmm. never really been around in Singapore this is the second while. wave it's, yeah, yeah, it's a new wave. wave of fan culture the yeah. last
0: time it was the board Fox. it was concave screen stomping ground but this is when mm. I was like 18 so it's like 20 yeah. years ago you know yeah Yeah. so I, I could see a revival but on a different platform there's YouTube yeah. you guys are empowered to make your own music promote your own stuff you yeah. know you don't really need a radio station to be honest Yeah. this is my list Wow. Like I call it mixtape. I put it on my um, on my phone notepad, <laughs> and this is these are all the music, all these tracks. Oh
2: no! No 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 no
0: local insane. Oh
2: no, Nathan! <laughs> wow, that's a creepy list there.
0: I know so it's, it's all
2: Nathan songs, you guys. <laughs> oh, Benjamin King. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that's awesome. No, that was like a hundred songs from.
0: Yeah, from all my time artists.
2: there. That's awesome, man. But I guess it always is. I mean, I'm sure this is a question you guys have been trying to answer forever. Is how does how do Singaporeans, musicians, artists even really get more eyeballs and earballs on them, you know? Actually, Is it a I don't really problem?
0: I don't, I don't really think like I, I put myself in the position of a musician. Okay, mm-hmm. if I were a musician and I want to succeed and I want my craft to be heard, mm-hmm. I don't need a radio station to play yeah. my fucking music. Yeah, I, guess so. I want to be introduced to Jay Z.
2: Yeah,
0: you know, I want to meet Jay Z. So I want I. to meet an influential um, producer that can sign me on and take my music to new heights. See, that's
2: why Nathan's going to China because yeah. to meet Jay Z. <laughs> that's <laughs> there's awesome. no Jay Z here. Yeah. He's the Jigga man. So like, I mean, like, people
0: me. people should think of, like, if, if, let's say, it doesn't have to be Lush, it can be, like, National Arts Council. You use your muscle, you use your connections, and your position as a government institution to bridge all these gaps. Mm-hmm. And then, like, get in touch with, like, someone big in another market and do a collaboration. Yeah. And help these artists. Yeah. Like, they don't need money to record their shit in a, you no, know, Money, money is not
1: important yeah. anymore. Connections Connection are a lot more important. Is, I like, like money. No, as in yeah, the
0: money will come with the connection money is
1: nice but the thing is and the the truth is like you don't need a lot of money to produce a decent sound track nowadays for sure Mm. you really don't you just need to surround yourself with sensible people good producers with good ears and that in and of itself is finding connections you know like I think a lot of um, musicians that start out in Singapore myself included uh, they get very lost in the beginning stages because they have all these songs all this music and they don't know what to do with them they don't Mm -hmm. know how to actually put them into like Mm -hmm. an mp3 form that the world can listen to they need to be introduced to producers and have mentors in that way that can lead Mm -hmm. them in that sense right and yeah i think it's getting a lot better because you have so many initiatives that are helping uh younger musicians connect with you know um i remember it used to be like they would get some guest artist in and then like um have the Musicians just talk to them. Yeah. Which would be sort of useful, but it's more like, you know, career advice and like, oh, how do you deal with the pressure? But nowadays, it's <laughs> connecting them with songwriters, connecting yep. them with like um, producers, connecting them with like people that own recording studios. People like that actually, actually do stuff. Yeah, like practical things that you can connect to and like get to work the next week.
0: Yeah, even just booking them an opening slot at a festival like Fuji Rock or Summer Sonic. Mm-hmm. You know, the very fact that you are the tiniest little font on that poster. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't matter because you share the same backstage as all these other bigger acts, and I think that's an opportunity. Mm -hmm. Like even just getting yourself booked South by Southwest or or, or something. I feel like those platforms are what a musician needs or any artist in any discipline needs. You need that connection. And if you're if any one like any one platform institution or like group after Lush um, comes forth to do that, I say yes, we have succeeded. You know. Yeah.
1: It's pushing the envelope for that though because yeah. I the, I remember the support for local music was um not great. Back in like oh five oh six, mm. all the way up to like. probably But to be honest,
0: the local music is not good, lah. Okay, yeah, I, 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 okay go to, yeah. I go to I like gigs. I'm That's like, what the fair. fuck is this? <laughs> That's
1: fair. That's fair. It wasn't fantastic, but it was it was almost like a disdain for it. Mm. Like people would automatically assume that it would be bad without even giving it like a like a like mm. a chance. Mm. I remember um, seeing comments where um, when I was doing a show back in 2012, going like, oh, is this a Singaporean cast? Mm. confirm won't be good hardware, like, zone, right? it's like, yeah, hardware, hardware zone right hardware zone mm. um, I
0: think after a few times of being disappointed you tend to be like that it's probably I human suppose. nature yeah.
1: yeah I suppose yeah. it was just that there was so little of it, it and didn't there's so little in, mentors yeah and suddenly like you have this like gigantic wave like of, 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 the, of the fan culture coming back mm. it's a very exciting time and I'm again humanity is exciting I'm very curious yeah. to see what happens before I die they're the very Singapore.
0: anti-establishment now I feel like, yeah. you know, as, as you get older, like, I mean, as we grow into this generation, when everyone's super connected, they um they feed off like ideas from the West, like yeah. other countries outside. They, they feel very anti-establishment. Like, you know, right. instead of like buying, they probably wouldn't buy any digital music. But if you if you put it out on a cassette tape, yeah. they would lap it up. <laughs>
2: you know what I
0: mean? They'll, they will fucking buy that cassette tape and they will go hunt down a freaking Walkman so they can play it because they just want to go against the grain.
2: Right. So cool. Uh-huh. So cool that those people
1: are. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was just like super... Cu- I, I've been thinking a lot about um, music in general. Just like what my future in music is going to be. And what, you know, my place in that world will be. Because I still very much want to be connected to the local scene. Mm. But I'm also very well aware that like there's so much more to do around the world. Mm. And that's so much more exciting. Um,
0: but I feel like your music connects. Like you're first and foremost someone who writes amazing lyrics for sure. Thank you. And your voice. I don't think that would ever change. Like regardless of the market you're in or you choose I to suppose, be I suppose,
1: but it's more so like the environment and what that and what that environment of the market would do. You mm. know, because I'm so learning, you're scared you
0: get famous and then like I'm just an ass, very, become an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I'm just
1: learning very quickly that Singapore was a great place to cultivate art, but might not have been the best teaching environment in terms mm. of what to expect mm. outside because mm. the entertainment scene here is very very milk toast. you know you it there's i mean you'll run into daggers every once in a while but you know they're more prickly as opposed to stabby um whereas when you go overseas it's just a whole different game the machine is a it's a it's it's like we're we're still driving like a like a little like toyota rush over there it's like a Crazy Porsche. Porsche, yeah. It's, it's so, what the, have you? What dope have you, analogy? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what have you like experienced? Like, what stabs
1: have you experienced? Yeah, just how quickly what pricks have you had <laughs> have you inside you? So many <laughs> pricks, man. So many pricks. <laughs> and they leave it feeling so sticky. Um, but um, just. How quickly everything moves over there! It's a very unforgiving scene, I guess. In Singapore, people. Is that, I know to, specifically
2: in China. Yeah. China. Yeah, yeah. China.
1: Like in Singapore, I feel like it's a very forgiving audience in the sense that um, you can disappear for two, three years and people will still kind of like mm. remember you because it's just such a small scene. Um, in China, like three months after the show, like it's 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 pretty much done they've forgotten it moves so Mm -hmm. quickly over there because the scene Mm -hmm. is so fast and like the the calls that you used to get suddenly just cut off and like the Mm -hmm. people who are looking for you suddenly cut off so it's very much flavour of the week over there whereas in Singapore I feel like people tend to invest a little bit more in Mm -hmm. um, be it musicians or artists or Mm -hmm. whatever it is
0: but they are a fast growing
1: country that's the thing it's just a much bigger
0: scene it's just a much
1: bigger scene over there it's impossible to kind of expect anything like that in Singapore especially when it's so close knit and everyone knows each other what do you think mm. America's like then in terms of like is it closer to China
2: in that way or is it closer to Singapore in that way
1: it's I from the little I've experienced it's very much in between where right. it's, uh, it's still very connections based and if you kind of like hang with this the right crew you mm. can rise up together right um, but it's also very um flavor of the week in that sense well, I, also, I also feel like the cream will rise you know I mean just look at Justin Bieber's last album
2: he was like written off as like a nothing mm-hmm. artistically and then he came up with whatever that album is called and, Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. What it, for what?
0: People are still rooting for Britney Spears.
1: Yeah? Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, like so I think there's a sentimental value yeah. thing going on You're
2: in
1: like
0: America.
2: Singapore's Britney Spears? I
1: should,
2: that, <laughs> I should put that I should put that on the tagline. On, on your yeah, on every album
0: <laughs> Singapore's Britney Spears.
2: Every tagline. If I ever have to introduce you for a gig, I'm gonna introduce you that way. Oh man.
1: <laughs> okay, so I wanted to... Do we have any fan questions for this huh? one? We have
2: some people asking for advice, but nothing yes. specifically for Roz because I didn't tweet it because I'm an idiot. <laughs> Twitter? People still
0: use that? Oh, yes. my God. Yeah. My friend just got his luggage bag. Oh, my God. Yeah. Where'd he lose it? He picked up some... He, so, he bought this really expensive, fancy remover luggage with the, the silver yeah. metal I don't thing. Think I, I
2: don't get that.
0: Yeah, so anyway, he bought it and then he picked up a, the wrong luggage who looked exactly like that and oh. it was just filled with oh, like Chinese no. medicine. <laughs> I was well, like, I mean, not who the could be thing. a cute guy? It's mean, huh? not a bad thing. It's just like useless because he was going to go to London and all his clothes were like not there. Right. So yeah. He could have he, sold
1: the Chinese drugs at a profit. He was just like, oh my God, I hope it was in the drugs. <laughs> yes, so we have some advice. Yeah, quick one. Should we play the music? We should play the music and... Listen to us talk all day. You've got things you want to say. All you do is ask. Because we read your shit.
0: Okay, what is it?
2: Roz, are you good at giving advice? You can play Aunt Agony for now.
0: Okay, let's do it.
2: Are you good at giving advice?
0: <laughs> uh, It depends. <laughs>
2: okay, because <laughs> we're pretty bad, so... Okay. It's good to have someone who knows what to Most of the
1: people about. we've given advice to have come out worse people.
0: Oh dear, how old are these people? Let's not fuck with them.
1: All right. Want but me to read it? But that's the fun part.
2: Oh, okay. no. Yeah, sure. This is from Alyssa.
1: How- Alyssa Coe. Subject. Uh, can we read her name? Okay. Yes. <laughs> a bit late for that, but yeah. No, I checked. Um, subject studying abroad. Hi, I am a 17-year-old student and I'm going to university in two years' time, but I am in a dilemma on whether I should study abroad in Oregon because I have relatives staying in Eugene, which is very near the University of Oregon. Or just study in a local U. Actually, I get very excited about the thought of attending university in a different country, but what is holding me back is the thought that everything would be temporary there. Like the friendships I make seem temporary? I know Nathan attended university in a different university, so I thought it would be good That's if good. you guys can give me some advice. Thanks. I live your podcast, by the way. Please I keep live. on making it, Live it. Keep living it. Keep on all living
0: right. it. Wow, I didn't know like a place called Eugene existed there is until Eugene, now. Oregon, yes. Eugene,
1: Oregon. Eugene, Oregon. Yeah, they're not all just like fucking a dude. Um, what? <laughs> um, what? <laughs> it says <just> in Eugene <laughs> oh
0: I think you should take this one I didn't study
1: <laughs> you didn't study I <laughs> didn't so it's another thing so
2: should she go to a local university or should she go to Eugene or should she not we can all take different parts yeah well
1: okay. Ross have you ever lived overseas ironically
2: no. I'm the one who went to local university
0: okay you studied I stayed in Singapore didn't study and you went overseas and I studied. Went overseas okay, okay so we have
1: very I different also, perspectives I also went overseas yeah um, I will address the temporary friendships thing very quickly. Um, when you do go overseas, um you will at some point have to come back to Singapore whether it's going home or whatever, and you're gonna leave that life for a while. And um I have left that life for about two and a half years now. And yes, I have gone distant from some friends that were um that I had back in Boston, but the ones that really matter, like the friendships and the connections that I I really treasured and appreciated I still have them till this day we haven't seen each other in a very long time but you know like we would catch up over like whatsapp or um, facebook or whatever it is you know I have tons of friends who are just like doing their thing over there but I I had such a deep connection with them in Boston that even though I haven't seen them in years and years um we still find time every once in a while to catch up because I think a connection to connection no matter what it is you know if it's important it's going to stay well that wasn't short at all I wouldn't worry about that side of things very much you know like just trust that um, you will see them again one day it's, it's I mean life is a lot longer than you think yeah true um, so I went to school in Singapore
2: does it really count though because I'm not Singaporean You're not I feel Singaporean like yeah. Yeah, am I? I where know, are you from? I'm from the Philippines 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 yeah. nobody's but, um, Singaporean yeah that's true we are one <laughs> whatever we are but what um, was it like in the local it was well, and then even then my my, my university was super different because I went to art school here but I loved it I wouldn't mm-hmm. change it for anything um, depends on what you're studying did she say what you're studying no I guess not I will answer this though about living in America um, it's getting way more racist now
0: <laughs> and plus Eugene Oregon <laughs> okay. does this sound like a very unracist place let's do a Google is it middle
2: no, I think I think Eugene Eugene is like kind of like farm country, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, shit, don't isn't that where Superman? No, but is it's from? it's in Oregon, so it's Pacific Northwest. So right. it's near Portland, it's near all that stuff. Yeah, he'd yeah, be stars. fine.
1: You'll be very fine. Sounds like
2: a big college town. Sounds nice. Yeah.
1: Um. It rain think... a
2: lot. Bring an umbrella.
1: Yeah. Do you have anything for our our friend here, Oz?
2: Don't go to university, Yeah, dude.
0: It's a conspiracy. There's Fuck the something. man. There is something to
2: be said about burn like,
0: everything.
2: <laughs> swear to me, um if you take all the money you would use to put into college and just invest it in yourself in some way to like travel and to like start mm-hmm. a business, as long, assuming you're not a dumbass, what if she's a dumbass?
0: Um, okay, wait. It really matters what degree she's going for. Okay, and how it, much of a dumbass you are. No, no, no. If she was going for like, say, to be an architect, a doctor, a lawyer, then yes, fuck yes, go to school, oh, right? Yeah. But if you're going to go to... Eugene, Oregon, to study like flimsy subjects like mass communications or graphic design. I say save the money because it's a trap. Like these schools take your money and they don't guarantee you a job and you're just going to be in student debt. Mm -hmm. So.
1: Invest in what yourself. Of course. Invest in, in yourself. Invest always. in yourself. Yeah. There's so much more to be learned in <laughs> just discouraging education. Yeah. Good hang podcast. No. <laughs> Don't go to college. <laughs> no, no. Like, we're not discouraging education. We're just, like, trying to encourage another means of it. Yeah. Because I didn't, I haven't graduated university. He yet. Drop yeah. He dropped yeah. out. He's a dropout. Yeah. I'm a dropout. But, um, and I, and, uh, I learned just as much outside of school as I did in school and if anything I it, the things I learned outside of school were more useful because they actually applied to the outside world mm. because you know university college whatever it is you attend can tend to be a bit of a bubble but mm, I think if you if you if you do want to attend university and it's between Singapore or US um I would say get out of Singapore for yeah, a while. Yeah, if you can.
2: If you have the opportunity to do,
1: I would mm. say Or,
0: or do uh, do your uni in Singapore and do like a six-month exchange overseas. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I just think
2: it's important to live in, in another of, country, yeah. no matter where you're from to where you're going. Yeah. Um, Eugene actually sounds really nice. Now that I have Wikipedia, they call it the, uh, the, a uh, great city for arts and the outdoors. Tracktown, USA. <laughs> sounds great. There's a farmer market, apparently. I yeah. love this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I love
0: it. <laughs> Why have I not met him before?
2: <laughs> I know, right? Sucks for you. I know, um, I
0: feel like shit.
2: <laughs> but I, also, here's another thing to bring. Thing about uh, Alyssia, right? Uh, Alyssa, um, d- do you like your family? Because if you don't go to school, they'll probably hate you. Mm, you but true. fuck
0: them, they've lived their lives. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> time fuck them, them, <laughs> time to live yours. Don't feel beholden to them. You there, didn't choose there, them there, as th- family.
1: There is something to be said about that, though. Like, One's obligation to parents. Yes. You know, I think that's something that Asians feel a lot more than any other race in the world. Mm. Yeah. It's a very strong thing. The obligation to parents. It could be from like school to like who you date. Yep. To um, just like your freaking life decisions, man. But yeah. you only
0: got one shot at life, one yeah. shot. And when you die, you don't, you don't go like, "Oh my god, I wish I listened to my mom." Yeah, exactly. Don't.
2: It's kind of like you said. Does it seem temporary? Yes, but everything in this life is temporary. What? Mm.
0: What? Mind
1: blown. Were you, were you kind of like that growing up, Ross? Like, was it my mom was instilled
0: like... that in me. She right. she never expected Don't me. listen
1: to me, Ross.
0: Yeah, no, no, she, she you didn't better say better don't listen to me, huh? <laughs> she just said like, look, I don't need great good grades. I just need you to sail through and pass. And like, you know, she encouraged us to, my brother and I, nice. to, to engage in our creative sites. And she nice. encouraged like dance, music and all that. So very rare, considering she's a dragon mother, mm. right? like who was schooled in Mandarin for everything. Crazy. Mm, yeah yeah. like she doesn't say I love you or anything so it's pretty alternative for someone who grew up in that kind of a harsh household
2: if I may uh, were you guys like middle class upper middle class Uh, when when that's part of it as well
0: okay so she she was from a really big family so she's Mm. got like what 10 siblings so they were not they were not poor not poor yeah I'm sorry, not rich. They were poor. Um, and then she met my dad. And then she we became kind of middle class yeah, because yeah. he was in the army. And then, you know, they, they paid them well back then. But then mm-hmm. after he left us, I was 11. Mm. Fuck, man. We're dirt poor. Right. Three mm-hmm. of us, my brother, my mom, and my mom, um, and me, we would sleep in one bedroom in a two-bedroom HDB flat. Right. And it was a double-decker bed that saved our lives. Wow. <laughs> so it was double-decker and a pull-out bed. So we lived, we lived like that for 11 years. Wow. And she worked two jobs, and she had to battle t- cancer for ten years. Dude, mm. your m-
2: wow! Your mom's my hero.
0: I know she's amazing, and she uses the cane on us, um, but she doesn't expect us to like you know, like I said, get good grades. She's just, like just pass and just stay out of trouble,
1: right. stay
0: out of jail, right?
1: What she used the cane for?
0: Um, when I was a when I was a kid, Malti. yeah, when I didn't because I was more outspoken when between my brother and I, right? So it's just that and not doing homework.
1: Oh, okay. Mm. Like my my parents would use the cane like whenever I just didn't do homework yeah I like, think I'd... I
0: talked
2: this before but my parents would be like do you want the belt or the slipper I'm like why is that even an option oh <laughs>
0: my god the option my mom gave me is don't run if you don't run I'll cane you above your knees because my, pla- oh my, my my schooling phone covers up to my knees but if you run and I catch you I'm gonna cane you below your knees oh and you all your classmates will see it and then
2: if you run and you're really fast I don't catch you then you win ready <laughs> set go <laughs> 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 Running around a little one little
0: <laughs> Oh, oh you're, you're up there, huh? Oh
2: put- <laughs> Ay ina? I know, I know, Filipino. I <laughs> hit you Oh, you get away from me this time.
1: <laughs> okay. My dad would threaten me with the other side of the belt. Oh Ooh, my the god, side. the
0: buckle the buckle side. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Did he give you an option though? <laughs> no, I mean.
2: Oh,
0: it was you just didn't like, get options.
1: No, no. The, the, I took it, the slipper every time. It was really <laughs> soft. It was. It was always like. I was levels. like, "Ow!" So it would always, yes, it would always start with um. We call it sapulidi. It's like what you know, like you have a lot of like bamboo um. Reeds. I don't know what the thing that used to like straighten out beds. You know, like the.
0: Well, we never had that, man. Is it like a bamboo a brush? It's like a with a with a reed brush. like bunched yeah, yeah, together. Yeah, you yeah, use yeah. that to straighten a bed. I use yeah. that to like scrub the floor.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh, he's just straight in the bitch oh, yeah, it I spreads very nicely. Oh, wow, yeah. life hack.
0: Yeah. I'm going to try anyway, it. Anyway, my mom
1: hit me with that. Oh, um,
0: <laughs> it's like the hammam, <laughs> the Turkish hammam.
1: <laughs> and then um sometimes the belt and so the next time would be the belt and then the next next time would be like the other side of the belt. So Did you enjoy strikes. it? Did you enjoy I it? I never got to the third strike, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Cuz by um by the time the next time I acquired um any kind of physical punishment I think the time lapse on the three strikes would...
2: They, they forgot. Yeah, yeah. It would reset. Where are we?
1: It would reset. The oh. punch card would, would expire and then it would reset back to oh, the... Oh, just like right. Subway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so... I always forget about my Subway <laughs> card.
2: And... So sad. I must have lost at least seven inches of Sub because mm. I forgot that I have a full card. I have That's no idea what real. you're just talking about. What? Even <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> you go to subway, you get a little punch, and then every, you get enough, you get a free sub. Okay. They do that ten so they whole thing oh, right, all the right, time right, right,
0: because right. You, you will lose your card halfway through. Right, right, yeah. right,
1: right, right. It's Smart thing. Psychology. Yeah. So you grew you, you grew up um with your 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 mom and brother in uh a- that Tuber
2: tiny room. little...
1: What was the other room for?
0: Did you guys Oh, the, out? oh so so my, my dad, when he left us...
2: Uh, he locked the door. And no, was, no, no, enough. no, no. Okay.
0: Like the whole... He just disappeared from Singapore. So the home we stayed in was mm. taken back because it was bought with his loan from the army. Mm. So anyway, complicated. Um, we didn't have that house and very quickly we needed a place to stay. So mm. my mom's eldest brother took us in. He was the Aww. only one who didn't have kids. So he had a spare room. So we took that spare room. Right. Yeah.
1: That's awesome, though, that your mom would, like, from such a young age, instill those things. Yeah, yeah. without
0: even trying. She doesn't mm-hmm. try. She doesn't say, hey, do this or do that. Yeah. She doesn't say much.
2: You I know it's the real ballsiest thing you could do is to come from that kind of background and still have your parents be like, hey, do art things. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> I know. I, mean? I think it's because, like, she's always wanted to dance, but they were so poor, they couldn't do it. So oh. she was, like, one of those moms that kind of, you know, made put me, on like, yeah, put it on me, lives her mm-hmm. dream through me, you know, right. that kind of thing. Worked out. I kind of liked it. So, yeah. Nice. Thank goodness.
2: <laughs> what kind of dance did you do?
0: So it was ballet, tap, jazz, and then at twelve, my ballet teacher said, "Like, hey, your foot, your feet are flat. Oh. You're bow legged, and your torso is is long, longer than your legs, or shorter, or something. I can't remember, but not proportionate. And uh, yeah, you can't. Your your hips are big, your bottom heavy. You can't do ballet." That's and so so sweet. you're twelve. I was twelve. <laughs> Ballet is like that, you know. They, yeah. they are very exclusive.
1: Even till today. Yeah. yeah. That's,
0: why, that's why Misty Copeland became such a huge icon. She's the first black principal dancer of the American, uh, American ballet theatre. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because black people are just not built physically for ballet. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how They're they kind of like... Labor. Yeah and uh, sorry. <laughs> <Got> it. <laughs>
2: it's fucked. <laughs> I said they're built for manual labor. Oh my goodness. <laughs> hoping Why are we laughing? I was kinda hoping she's gonna on her. Yeah, totally.
0: <laughs> yeah, but she she broke Ross the barrier. I don't support slavery. I don't support slavery. <laughs> Unless,
2: wait, now we're good, now we're really
1: deep diving. Unless,
0: <laughs> and it shall stay that way. Okay, um,
1: why, why? Wow, hasn't, that's why, a real thinker. Why? Why hasn't like like Vice or BuzzFeed chased after the world of ballet and their exclusivity? No, Isn't, no. People, are we all pe- about inclusiveness now?
0: No, people have said that. Okay, but people have said that. It's like it's kind of like an un unspoken secret, right. like, unspoken rule they that need it's, to be it's skinny like skinny white girl too. Yeah. Well like, also
2: you have to look like everyone else. It's like the Rockettes Right? Uh, if you're in the if you're in the if you're in the whatchamacallit, the ensemble of the yeah. ballet. They're mm-hmm. all kinda look of, the same, right? Is yeah, all
0: white, right. So it's, it's like a very casual racism type yeah. thing, you know. You you don't quite talk about it, but you kinda know that you'll never get in because you're black. Right. So she broke the the barriers for that. Right. It's like in Singapore, like nobody dares to say it, but you'll like I was in the army for four years. And I performed at every single camp, Mm -hmm. including the Air Force. Mm -hmm. Every camp has a Malay food line, Mm -hmm. Muslim food. But the Air Force, they're none. Mm -hmm. Not a single line, not even like a Muslim food option because they don't accept Malays in there. Malays
1: can't fly a plane. I never fully understood that. Like it was explained to me that Malays can't fly a plane. No, the, 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 the Malays are not allowed in the Air, the Force. Air Force. It was a very unsatisfactory what, explanation. What, the, what,
0: what explanation did you get?
1: <laughs> they just can't do it. No, it's that. not
0: right. Like, um, I think it's more political and more religious. Yeah, Like we're surrounded by Muslim countries. We're like right. the Israel of Southeast Asia. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, yeah,
2: they yeah. don't want to make another 11. No, no, yeah. no. It's
0: not just that. But oh. I think when it came, when it comes to the point where like, uh, I think like, okay, this is what I think. I, it's not official. Like when it comes to war, like and you have to choose between country or your faith. The government doesn't want them, them to have to, have to have make that, that decision. Yeah. So you just put them in civil defense, right? And like you know, police. Huh. But mm. the key areas like the 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 planes, the ships, and the, the army. Yeah. Army, they're more lax. I mean, if you if you have security clearance, you get yeah. to. I used to date a Malay guy who's who's an officer.
1: Yeah. That
0: that's also quite rare. Right. Yeah.
1: So odd. It's very odd. Well, they'd be like, oh, like, no. it, it, like, Like everything else in Singapore, it makes some sense, but there is a much easier no, alternative. There's all, there's all logic, right? So I guess they're thinking like, oh, no,
2: if he chooses Malaysia or whatever, he's going to take our super expensive airplane with him. There's always some kind
1: of justification to a strange mm-hmm. rule. Yeah. Yeah. In Singapore. Well, Singapore. whatever
0: reason it is, like our passports are like one of the best in the world. Oh
1: yeah, no, I'm fine with that.
0: Like whatever they're doing in the back end contributes to this. I'm and, fine with that. And when we nitpick like what they're doing in the back end, for example, like this in mm-hmm. the Air Force thing, it's one of the many things. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? No, so it's no. like...
2: Nathan, Nathan's very cautious of what happens in his back end. <laughs>
0: um, Do you take care of it?
1: I haven't burst my behind in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I okay. <laughs> okay. I would like to keep it intact for as long as. Um, Look, man, be open minded. Is all I'm saying. Oh yeah. Oh, okay, fine. There you go. Mm-hmm. The hymen. Mm-hmm. It's you know the 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 hymen of the butthole. Yes. <laughs> not you... not a real thing. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it's. I'm pretty sure if you looked at it in a biology textbook. You no, know, it's I mean.
0: called it's called the. I don't think there's a hymen there. <laughs> But you do have a prostate it's gland. Like, that's I, like a G-spot. I call it
1: the Behemoth for clarity's sake. Okay. That mine is still intact. You're welcome. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, you've never taken shits.
1: Oh, yeah. she's got yeah. a point. Oh, she does have a point. A major I've, shit. I've never taken a shit back in.
0: Okay, look. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Because what goes out feels it's the same when it goes seal. back in. It, oh, really? It should. Makes sense.
1: Huh.
0: As someone with a vagina, yeah. I can confirm that. It feels the same.
1: Come on. But like yeah, the few times I think it's just because there hasn't been enough um, activity around there. It's limited to doctor visits and uh, times where I'm I'm. I don't know why suppositories. No, no, no. I'm talking about things going up the butt. Like
0: why would anything
1: doctor visits and suppositories? Okay, you know the medicine you have to put up your butt. Why do suppositories exist? Like, why can't you just eat a pill? <laughs> why does the doctor? What is
0: suppository? Oh, because it, it gets but, absorbed
1: faster. Yeah, but like, why can't you just eat the pill? I, I it's faster. I, I don't have any experience with suppositories. You haven't had experience. <laughs> My suppository hymen still intact. <laughs> it's the worst. Wait, 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 wait. What
0: what pill is it for?
1: I, okay, it's the worst fucking thing. But when I was younger, what's it for? I would have like a really bad fever or something, and the doctor would give me a suppository, and he would administer one to me right there, and then mm-hmm. just kind of like. You know, put it, put it up there. It's faster absorption. And then you would give me one to put back, to to take it home. Yeah. So, But
0: you were a kid then. Yeah,
1: so now you're giving this 11-year-old the activity of putting a pill oh, up. Butt plug. Butt, pretty much. Here's mm. a question. Did you get better? Um. yes.
0: And very quickly, right?
1: Well, yeah, but then I, I don't know what the trade-off was. you know. And like, It's an absorption thing. It's an absorption thing. It's just, it's just I feel like the trauma of just me, 11 years old, standing in the bathroom trying to figure out the best way to put this thing up my butt. Yeah. I would have preferred Hold to just on. take pills. Hold up. Yeah. What was going through your 11-year-old mind? It's like, I can
2: use my fingers or... No, no, no. It was pretty much just like, I, I I've put it on ne- I've never
1: put anything near there before in my life. What about when you wipe?
0: Why are we talking you about don't this? Wipe?
1: Uh, no, well you wipe, but you 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 kind of you you you, you, don't, you don't dig go, in. Yeah, and you wipe. don't. You go across the surface, oh shit, but nothing it stays. In. <laughs> <laughs> it goes across. The, so your your has just been filled with toilet paper for thirty-one years. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's why. Oh, I'm pretty backed up. That's true. <laughs> I just thought it was more efficient that way.
1: <laughs> you just shit more toilet paper. Yeah, it's like a strange so it's cycle. Like a, yeah, yeah. So you yeah. do it
2: once and then you just got it. This is a weird turn we took. Even for me, this is a weird turn.
1: I think if you did if you did that, the second shit you took, you wouldn't have to wipe. Yeah. Self-cleaning. No, So not fuck that way. The
0: shit pushes it out. It still comes through that hole. It ends with shit. You still need to
2: wipe it. Oh, what if you swallow the toilet paper? Ooh. Oh Alright that'll be then it's above the shit
1: I just like it how, breaks down I, I still like how Roz broke down the science of it though yeah. <laughs> word and, word. and then we're like oh yeah oh
2: yeah <laughs> fuck this, not all, I'm not gonna become rich with my scheme of putting butt uh, toilet paper ass damn it
0: or butt plugs as they call it
1: okay um, we gotta we gotta wrap this episode up in, in <laughs> a quick second
0: how, on that note yes <laughs> I would um, like
1: to say goodbye I also feel
2: like we That's skated sad. past the fact that Roz said that stuff coming out of vagina feels the same as stuff going out of <laughs>
1: it's the same
2: what are we talking Nope, no sex
1: come on no nope. <laughs> how does it feel the same coming in and out like it's the same wall I, okay, I know it's the same it's the same orifice but it feels different
0: how would you know you don't have a vagina as
1: in like i'm Wait, are you talking about... about the in thrust is the same as the out th- reverse thrust no i'm just talking just... about the the feeling of things going in and out yes. will, will differ because i've had things come in and out of my butt
0: Okay, when you when you're because pu- okay, you don't push things out of your vagina. Okay, yes. let's use scientific terms for now on. Okay, but for for your butt, you need to push things out, yes. and therefore muscles are engaged. Got it. Yes, but if you were just sliding something in and sliding something out of your butt, I would imagine no muscles were needed. Right. You would just be for whatever reason. I'd probably
1: tense up a bit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would it would feel the same okay <laughs>
1: like I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go experiment <laughs> no I'm just trying to visualize it I'm just trying to visualize it I'm, like,
0: nah, I'm gonna yeah. after
1: this <laughs> I'm gonna go upstairs and figure it out oh
0: my god um
1: I'll send I'll send pictures send photos yeah I'll I'll, I'll post them on Instagram stories to <laughs> okay, do this man well, we we started out so respectable
2: we were like <laughs> oh
0: and then from that girl's question about school we deviated into oh yeah so in other sex. words
1: Alisa I hope we you answered your question <laughs> yeah Um, So Uh, study overseas, keep your behemoth intact. No, I Um, mean, yo, I mean, do what you want with your behemoth. Okay. Gosh, don't be all judgy. All right, fine. Do what you want with your behemoth. You know you can't
2: get pregnant. Do what
1: you want with your life. Do what you want with your education. Do what you want with your your, uh, anal health. (laughs) We are fine with it.
0: Where is this going? Why did and I... You're resist? welcome.
1: You're welcome, Alyssa. Look at him.
0: <laughs>
2: Anguish. I'm, st- I'm, st- I'm still trying to figure it out like
1: <laughs> from earlier. Um, but yes, uh, before we go, uh, thank you very much, Raj, Thanks, for Raj. part of this. <laughs> Meet um, thank you for uh, making time for this strange <laughs> little thing. Um, before we leave, mm-hmm. um, I have um, just one one last question that I'm trying to recall right now because I can't remember. We haven't done this in a while. Yeah. What was the last question? Are you gonna make her talk about advice? Are you gonna get make her do the advice? Yes, thing? that was the thing. My okay, my Okay, wait, it's all
0: here. Well, wow, uh, this hair. That's yes. so much hair.
1: That's photoshopped hair. It really is. <laughs> I took this photo.
0: Oh, nice. There's oh, you take photos of, as well. I do, I oh, do. Oh, nice.
2: So I wasn't kidding about my uh, bokeh jokes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's your Instagram?
2: Uh, John underscore Cancio. And if you guys aren't following, you should
1: because I post things. All right. So, Roz, just one today. Yes. This segment is called Nuggets of Wisdom, where Mm -hmm. you give us your juicy nuggets. So, I feel like
2: so many of the nuggets about the vagina stuff and the poo stuff.
1: That is very useful. I did learn a few things today. But uh, I want you to just kind of randomly pick a number from 1 to 8. I have assigned words to every number, and you will give us a nugget of advice on that Oh my
0: god, I cannot. Okay, 1 to 8 is it? Let's
1: choose 7. All right, 7. I want you to just drop some words of wisdom about family
0: oh my god Let it could see. be the
1: first thought it could be okay
0: so uh family the family you are born with is the family okay so you die with <laughs> no you don't
1: <laughs> it's not the one
0: you i do. i feel like you don't have to be um beholden to the family you're born with mm-hmm. blood does not mean attachment for life mm-hmm. If you don't get along with them, you don't get along with them. Sometimes you find yourselves connecting more with your chosen family, yes. the people you meet along your I lives, and that's okay. Agree. That's that's okay because mm. I've had to, I've always put in that position when right. uh, when we lost our, our parents, and even when my parents or like my immediate family were around, like I I just feel I couldn't connect with them. Right. And people feel guilty when mm-hmm. they feel that way. They're like, oh no, I need to make this work. No, you don't. Mm. <laughs> just just go with whoever builds you up, lives you up and inspires you. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But it's, my always question is like, we always think about a a family as like the family we were born into and Mm -hmm. and the family around us. But what about the family we create if We ever do that one time. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like the the perspective is different. I'm like, you're my child, but I'd rather hang out with Nathan. Yeah. I could totally see myself saying that,
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, then you have to like be okay with that, like yeah. you know it works both ways if yeah. you ever like do have children and they don't feel like they connect with you, yeah, I can imagine it'll be very heartbreaking
2: yeah i think i think but- I think. Mm- be parent, responsible
1: a, over your, your, your children.
2: <laughs> I think a parent's job is to make sure your kid survives for a while. And is uh, if you can, make him not an asshole. Yeah. yeah. And if that, they
0: like you, great. That's a bonus, yeah. you know? Yeah,
2: pretty much. Hmm.
1: You're, yeah. At the end of the day, you're also completely different people. And if you don't get along, you don't. That's yeah. a truth bomb from have Roz ever, right there. Have I ever talked about how much I think
2: baby humans suck on this podcast? Yeah, they Baby do. humans are awful. Yeah, like, they're you useless. Get, you, yeah, you get a fucking baby giraffe, right? Gets born, falls like 10 feet. Yep. Gets up, shakes all that shit off them and they're, they're living live their life. Yeah. Fucking human baby comes out, needs to be in a hospital. And then can't even remove its own umbilical cord. Fucking can't feed
1: itself. So it sucks. Human yeah. babies are stupid. Yeah. Human babies need a human mother. Yeah,
0: man. <laughs> <laughs> like koalas. Like was,
1: gonna, like like, um, and that? all those marsupials. Is it What's that is it frogs that no, not frogs, what I'm thinking about. The ones that sh- go back to the ocean once they're done. Uh turtles, there we turtles. go. Um yeah, turtles they got their shit down. Yeah. The strongest survive from the from young. Exactly.
2: Man, if a fucking human if a human baby cried in the wild, it would get eaten. Mm. Mm. If
1: we yeah. We should start giving birth to babies turtle style. Just like leave them all, leave them, and if you like, can find me, leave them all outside the hospital, and they have will them, not like, survive. Find, Nathan, find their way back to the friend the Annie, and, and then, they'll
0: confirm not love you.
1: And then, what would be the equivalent of the birds that are
2: like hunting them down? We just have snipers.
1: There's <laughs> people in wheelchairs. I, I got a baby. <laughs> and with that, thank you very much, Yay! Raj, for being Thanks part Raj. of the show. Uh, all the best of everything in the future. Thank you so much um, for everything you've given us, and thank you for your time. Hey. Before we go, um, we tell the audience to do something. What was what? it again? <laughs> we we you we ask our guests to tell our audience uh, to tell us thanks for the hang. So in your own special way,
0: thanks for
1: the hang. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! confused be. works all the time. Battledee.
0: I don't support
2: slavery <laughs> unless. <laughs> <laughs>